date yourself. Today on Single Saints Who Try, we are talking about dating yourself, or more specifically, getting to know yourself in various ways I've found, personally, that make it fun or interesting to discover who you are, so you can maybe walk with a little more confidence, or also know what you bring to the table next time you end up in a relationship. So it's super easy to become complacent in our identities or the things that we feel like make us, us, you know, (laughs) but maybe you're someone that doesn't have a lot of self-esteem right now, or maybe you're someone that's on top of the world. Either way, knowing your specific character's traits, passions, skills, etc. can help you recenter your focus and maybe give you a little confidence boost that you need to take the next step or realize you're already doing great in your present situation. So today I wanted to talk about some of the things I've found that are helpful or have been fun for me to learn a little bit more about myself. So this is a quick, lighthearted episode on some fun things that you may or may not have heard of that I feel like can help you do that. And we're going to talk about, first of all, my favorite personality test and a few other ways to get to know yourself. And I want to do a disclaimer, I will also be doing a later episode on spiritual gifts. So there are so many realms that we need to know ourselves in, but today is just a lighthearted for fun episode. So turn on your phones because I am all here for personality tests. I know this might be an old concept, but on the chance, in the chance, on the chance that you haven't done it or don't know about it, I'm going to tell you about it right now. Take out your phones. While we shouldn't rely fully on anything we see on the internet, obviously, and you don't need a test to tell you who you are, I really think there's some great resources out there to get your wheels turning about what kind of person you are and what types of things could help you find out what's going to make you a little more successful based on your individual characteristics. So I'm sure there's some really fancy, smart, expensive tests out there, but let's be honest, I don't really pay for anything on the internet. So, my ultimate favorite personality test is the Myers-Briggs test. You go to 16personalities.com, it's completely free, and it takes about 10 minutes. They give you so much stuff, you guys. Like 10 pages in every area of your life of how your personality thrives or could probably improve in some of these situations. And it gives you advice for dating, careers, home life, hobbies, communication, all the good stuff. So, I don't know, there's always a little bit of happiness inside you when you feel like you can relate to something or finally feel understood. And they'll even give you a list of famous people at the bottom that share your personality type, and I don't know why. It's always really fun that you can relate to them in that way, and it makes you hopeful that you're on the right track. The next resource I know that people love is the Enneagram test. And to be honest, I'm yet to find a completely free one, but I also haven't looked that hard. Because I usually take the whole test and then I have to pay to see my results. So, but honestly, I feel like it would be worth it if you did do it. Uh, The one I took was supposed to be on this certified website called mypersonality.net. And it's a pretty serious test. It took me about 30 minutes. And then it gives you your type and a sneak peek of your information at the end. Uh, So I just read what I could and then I researched my type. The Enneagram test is referred to by a lot of people, so if you can just get your type down, you can always look more into it, and I honestly find that having these two personality types is a great conversation starter. 
and it's really fun to see if other people know theirs or also get them excited about doing it. Side note, this makes for a really great group activity. Uh, It's fun as friends, roommates, families, or even on a date to sit and read through each other's stuff and learn more about each other. The next quiz I feel like has been super helpful for the next two quizzes is your attachment style and your love language. So love language isn't too rocket science-y. We all know them. It's things like uh, physical touch, um, words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, receiving gifts. And these are cool because they help you realize how you might be connecting to others Uh, what you need to bond with people, and it also helps you understand others better if you can figure theirs out. So it's just helpful to know how you subconsciously may need more or less of any of these in your relationships, platonic or romantic, and realize what they need. Honestly, I feel like knowing this about yourself can clear up a lot of confusion because your needs or even why you do things for people a certain way can be better communicated. Now, I think learning your attachment style is a fantastic weight off your shoulders to understand, especially if you're navigating dating or honestly even friendships. I love the website attachment.personaldevelopmentschool.com. It's free and they have a great Instagram as well. This is not sponsored, you guys. I really do like it. You might be tempted to look at the options on their Instagram to try to guess which one you are, but just do yourself a favor and take the test because they have a very broad spectrum. They are very detailed and it might not be what you think. Um, Some examples on both ends of the spectrum. On one end of the spectrum, you have um, anxiously attached and on the other end, you have anxious avoidant. And it's so funny because I am anxious avoidant and I get it every time I take it. No matter what headspace I'm in, no matter the progress I think I've made in dating or whatnot, I get anxious avoidant every time. And that sounds negative, but it's not. No style is negative. They're just all different. So you have to know how they interact with each other. And it's so funny because most of the people in my life are anxiously attached And so you can see how that's been a learning curve for me over the years. I've had friendships and relationships who kind of fall in that category. And so it's just really good to know each other so that you can meet each other halfway um, on any basis or in any relationship. So it's really awesome to know this stuff about yourself and it might even help you understand why you do some of the things you do. And more importantly, I feel like it gives us the opportunity to recognize that we can try and think and act outside of our default responses, especially if you're trying to elevate your relationships, dating or not. Knowing and growing your abilities really does start with the awareness of who you naturally are. The nice part about all these tests is once you know your type a little better, you can always look it up for more information on the internet, Pinterest. There's even podcasts for specific personality types. So all sorts of fun and helpful self-help stuff out there. Really, your possibilities are endless. The next thing I would encourage you to do is to talk to people around you. Ask your friends or family or even your acquaintances what some of your good qualities are. And this is especially helpful if you don't feel like you have any or you have a hard time seeing stuff like that in yourself. I think you would be really shocked 
if you asked people what some of these good qualities were. And just as importantly, maybe ask people that you trust that are close to you what are some things that you could improve on. There's no shortage of characteristics or needs that we can develop or that we already have. So it's just great to get outside resources to add to our list. So my challenge to you today is to make a list or note in your phone or in your journal and start collecting all these attributes that you have found about yourself or things that remind you of who you are and who you're trying to become. Write down some of the things that you can do for others based on these things and also what kind of things are going to help you connect to yourself on a deeper level and find a way to connect the things that make you, or sorry, collect the things that make you feel more like yourself. I mentioned this a few times and I feel so bad because it sounds like a girly thing, but really Pinterest is where it's at for me. And every time I get on there, I'm reminded, oh yeah, this is my favorite color. Oh yeah, this is how I like to dress. Oh yeah, this is the kind of music I like to listen to. And so that's one way that I collect things to remind myself what makes me feel most like myself. And I also had that earlier this year. I found a band that it was a rock band. I'm not naming names. I don't want to embarrass myself. People that follow me already know. But they just really made me feel so much more like myself. So whatever it is for you, uh, it doesn't have to be a worldly thing. It can be spiritual stuff. But there's just so many things in life that can help us celebrate who we are. And learning more about yourself is going to help you show up more authentically for yourself and also be able to serve others in a better way as well. So that's my challenge to you today is to find a place to collect and write down these things that you learn about yourself. So get started on your list today and I will talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Single Saints Who Try. Follow us on social media or listen on any podcast platform. Comment on YouTube or DM us on Instagram for any single saint stories, insights, or questions. We'd love to hear more from you as a single saint who's trying. And don't forget to join us again next week for a new episode.